Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Tasmania Talks, Merrill Moments. And indeed, our Mayor of Moments is, uh, well, the Deputy Mayor is uh, sitting right in front of me, Matthew Garwood, Deputy Mayor of Launceston City Council. Um, Matt, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, Michael. And uh, first off, I'd like to add my congratulations to you for this week just gone with your oh. ACRA, which Thank is fantastic. Oh, you're doing well. Yeah, it's a good way to start, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> get right in there and uh, yeah, uh, say uh, congratulations also <laughs> to uh, to Rhea, the uh, producer that's mm. uh, gone on to bigger and better things. Well done to her as well. But now that, look, let's get on to this. Deputy mm. Mayor, now that the count's done and dusted, um, as far as you're concerned, has it sunken in? I mean, how does it feel for uh, for Matthew Garwood? It's, it's been quite overwhelming, actually. I was mm. quite surprised, of course, to see how well we polled and how the first time that it was compulsory and uh, that 82 roundabout percent that was brought back by the people. I think that's a really good response rate. But in terms of sunken in, definitely not yet. We get induction tomorrow. Okay. So we're going out to mm. the town hall and it's a full day with the, the council team, the newly elected members, the previously elected members who have been re-elected. So, yeah, I think tomorrow will be the kind of sink-in day. And, Matt, what made you run for council? It's been something that's been on my radar, Mike, for uh, quite a few years now. A lot of people have been asking, you know, how's the last six weeks of campaigning been going? Mm. And my response to that is, this isn't six weeks of campaigning. This has been 15 years of my life. The integration that we've had in this this very artsy, very supportive community, we're putting ourselves out there already to meet people, talk to people, mm. hear people's stories. So it's, it really has been 15 years in the making. And I've I've spoken to Albert about it more seriously for the last couple of terms and it just happened that you know I think COVID gave everyone a bit of a shake up as to what's oh, really yeah, important yeah. to people Absolutely. and for me that is people and to be able to take that community engagement to the next level so it's been on my radar like I said for the last couple of terms But people are aware aren't they of you I mean, from the voice when you're on that you did exceptionally well you know well done for, for mm. that. that that puts you out on a global scale, national mm. uh, scale at least stage but I mean uh, other than that I mean you're involved theatre you're involved in other clubs and groups. You're a mm. Harley Davidson, I believe, um, uh, president or secretary or... Yeah, so I was the treasurer for treasurer, the state Harley right, group one of them. for, for uh, the last couple of years. So I've moved off that committee now and there's a, a great new mm. bunch of people doing that also, but yeah. And so, and obviously um, you're involved in radio as well, which is, which is excellent. So what do you think that you and the new faces can bring to council? Well, I think, Mike, it's about bringing the council back to people, being relatable again. We want to think about councils being more than the four walls of the CBD of the town Mm. hall there as well. And I think it's important to realise that it goes as far as Lilydale, that it goes as far as the other way to Relbia and stuff. So, yeah, really bringing back that connection to people and community is, I think, something that the new faces, and I think that's already representative of of how they've been elected Mm. as well. So I think being a voice, being approachable, being connected, Mm. people knowing who you are, like even previous to the new 12, I think there would have been a lot of people until it was compulsory, not really knowing who our 12 councillors have been in the past. Even compulsory, a lot of people didn't know who they were. Well, that's very true. That's a resounding comment that's been made Mm. in all councils through West Tamo, everywhere through. Um, So I think that's what it's going to bring. It's going to bring fresh ideas. Whether those ideas can be acted on is a big Mm. part of why it's so great that we do have re-elected councillors with a huge wealth of experience and knowledge is what it comes to. For us, we can't all come and 
say, we're going to change the world. We're going to fix the river. We're going to fix homelessness. These are bigger issues than that. And I think having new voices, new faces, yeah. working with the re-elects is, is what is really going to be brought in. A lot of passion, a lot of enthusiasm, and then mm-hmm. that's going to be reined in. I can certainly hear all that. In, 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 <laughs> I love the passion and enthusiasm. But there are comments around the, mm. uh, the inexperience that the new council uh, bring when it comes to local government, mm. particularly around yourself stepping into the deputy mayoral role in your first term. So what's Mm. your view on that? Well, I think that's a very warranted comment. People seeing no council or political experience, but I think what it comes down to is Mm. it's the people experience. It's being immersed in the community, being immersed in conversations with these people. You don't just have to have... I think politics is the wrong word for local government. The cliche is local Mm. government is the closest government to the people. So if we're forgetting about people, we it's need to bring It's not just roads, rates and rubbish, though, is it? No, it's definitely not. It's, it's finding out what's important, what we can actually do about it, and what we can't do about it, we then find who can, who can move into it. So I think mm. the experience thing, of course, it's something that we, we learn on the job. Like I said, we've got a full day of induction tomorrow. There are more days to come in the next following weeks where we do learn more about it as well. But experience is people when it comes to local council, in my opinion, and we we learn things on the way and it's just about finding. That's why there's 12 of us. If we were to say Mm. there was just a mayor and a deputy mayor, it'd be very underrepresented when it comes to, you know, taking these. So experience in the formality of council, yes, it might be somewhat viewed as lacking, Mm. but when it comes to full representation of community. I think this is a council that really does represent that. We've got Susie Kai on there who represents a lot. She's been heavily in the media about some of the issues that she's been faced with mm. with the developments. We've got uh, other younger members like Alex Britton, a, a local business owner who's been heavily speaking about what he wants to see because his company's down there in Seaport as well. So I think the inexperience when it comes to book smarts with the actual council is a little unwarranted when it comes to the people, the community and, and the conversations that we're going to be having as just mm. normal people. We're just normal people speaking about True. things that affect you, Mike, that affect a listener from a different area from Lilydale to Brudon, mm. like we said, and just bringing out what we can do for the people, not necessarily thinking it as politics and council and representation. Well, you'll also have to be uh, relate to uh, the Chamber, I gather. Well, that's very true. Chamber, they've been pushing hard the greening of Launceston. yes. Yep, it is. That's a big thing that's been focused on and that's going to be something that we learn more about the new subdivisions because we know Mm. that that homes and the allocation of where we can build and what we can do. Yeah, you look at some of those new subdivisions and there's no trees. There's a lot of... There's nothing to it. Yeah, something that I learned as well, Mike, is talking about even the colour of the roof contributes to the heat of the suburb. These are all things that... You know, you suddenly find out, oh, right, we need to have a conversation on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where do you see the Launceston City Council area going? Well, I think, again, the new faces, the enthusiasm that we're all bringing, it's going to go back to these conversations. And people are going to get sick of hearing me saying it. People, conversation, community, that's where it's coming back to. And things that are affecting our areas are things that are affecting us as well, Mike, because we're living in it too. I think that's where it's going to come back to. It's going to come back to a lot more engagement. We're going to be having opportunities to converse and to Mm. chat about things. More integrity? I would hope so. I'm not going to say that the the people that are moving out of council as didn't have any. I'm not going to say they didn't have any at all, but I do think that the compulsory vote has brought... Mm. 
it's brought notice to the people that potentially haven't connected with community as much as they thought they'd. They've had their supporter bases for the last however many years of mm. being able to choose to be elected and now everyone is on notice, including myself and Danny as the newly elected mayor, to be out there showing and fighting and, and talking to people and actually representing them. I know that uh, you came second in the amount of votes uh, total to Danny, which is amazing. First time run, and it, here you go. And mm. it's interesting, though, you watch the core flutes, how some people that like to pull yes. them off and get rid of them, mark them, and good heavens. Yep. You just, just have to wonder. Yep, I only had one done, Mike, and um. I, I thought that it might happen. I was putting it up. It was school holidays-ish at the time, or at least a weekend, mm. and there were some very intrigued younger people in our community, and I said, don't you put a moustache on me, and next day I had a moustache yeah, on cool. there, which is fantastic. Well, it's November. <laughs> yeah, it works now. Yeah, it works I love now. seeing the Metro buses. They've got their moustaches on at the moment for, for November, which is really cool. Now, tell me about at Cataract Gorge. Is there a notice about the swimming pool? Yes, there has been a notice. So, normally Launceston City Council like to open up the pool around the November long weekend, which is this weekend coming. But because of the floods, there has been some debris and there's been some damage that has to be worked out as well. So, there is a postponement for the first basin opening up of the pool at the moment as well. As to what date that's going to be I'm not quite sure of just yet but yeah there has been a media release this morning I believe saying that there will be a delay there were delays in 2016 as well where it was flooded I think four times over that period mm. so yeah we, we do ask for people's patience as we look to celebrating well, some, well, some great part. photos a great division of yeah. that flooding uh, in Carrick Gorge good mm. heavens so how does uh, your work hours and council hours uh, work out so there at the moment is the one physical day where we go in and have the meetings and we just have to be accessible we have to be able to get back to people we have to be able to converse between ourselves and our mm. community as well. So for me personally, I'm still going to be able to stay full-time at the radio, which I think is awesome, not just for me because I get to keep my job, but also whilst we're a commercial station here, we are so integrated into the community. It's about mm, this media race that we were just able to facilitate then. Um, mm. So for me, not, not too much will change in terms of my hours except for that one day particularly, but there's lots of reading, there's lots of after-hour committees that a lot of people, community members, not just council-elects are on as well. So mm. it will be busy. I might have to look at some of my, my gigs and some of my teaching that I do for singing and stuff out of hours, but, yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun challenge and it's going to be, um, yeah, beneficial for, I, for I think it's, and the community. It's going to be certainly beneficial for Launceston and someone, though, with your compassion and integrity. Uh, well done, Matthew Garwood, Deputy Mayor of Launceston City Council. Well done, buddy. Thanks, mate. Sounds a bit weird you're saying it already. <laughs> <laughs> Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. 